What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to EO Fire's February 2017 income report. This is number 42. We just keep on cranking these puppies out. And a real quick snapshot, a little income at a glance is the income for February, $247,651. Our expenses were $55,845. Our total net profit was over $191,000 for an increase of just a little bit over $75,000 for the month of February over the month of January. And we'll be getting into all the details, all the specifics on all of these things. So stick around. But as always, we have some great guests with us today. Of course, we have the classy Kate Erickson, but we also have Josh Bowerly of CPA on Fire and Mr. Frank Lunn of Kahuna Accounting. So say what's up, guys. What's up, up, Fire Nation? Nation? Yeah, everybody's in the house. And my friends, we have a lot that we're going to be talking about today. Josh is going to be dropping a value bomb on the CPA world. Frank's going to be chatting a lot about some great stuff that you need to know, especially this time of year. Kate and I are going to be going in depth on the Mastery Journal campaign, which wrapped up at the end of February and a lot of things to talk about there for sure. And uh, a couple things that uh, we'll just have to wait till you get there and leave us a little bit of a teaser. So Josh, Mr. CPA on fire, I know this is a crazy time of year. It is March, which means that it's almost April, which means that it's almost the deadline of tax time. So what's up, brother? Did I really hear you say this is income report number 42? <laughs> 42! <laughs> like almost four years. Is my math correct on that? Oh, uh, I think so. I hope so. Again, you're, you're uh, the CPA. I mean, it's not important. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. But as you can imagine, this time of year, I am asked quite a bit of tax questions. And uh, Kate actually had the good idea this month, and I think the next few we're going to do it, is to just kind of spit off some frequently asked questions. Maybe they don't even connect to each other. Just what questions am I getting this time of year that 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 are coming up over and over again, and we can answer for people. Does that sound like a plan? Yes. All right. So question number one, I and I've gotten this all the time in the past, but this year it's off the charts. I feel like every client is asking me it. Should I file separately from my spouse? And basically when you're married, there are two filing options. You can do married filing jointly, which means you combine all your income and expenses, and then married filing separately, which obviously means that you're separating your income and expenses from your spouse. And filing separately could seem to make sense on paper. I get it. I get why the question comes up because it feels like you could just separate your income. Maybe you're in lower tax brackets. You're you're cutting that tax bill down a little bit. But it doesn't quite work that way. As you can imagine with the IRS, they're, uh, they're on top of that deal. And it usually ends up hurting you. In fact, 90 to 95% of people should always be filing jointly. Okay, so where does it potentially come into play that you could file separately? Usually it's if you and your spouse are making roughly the same amount of income and you have an item that's limited by your, like a deduction that's limited by your income. So for example, medical expenses are limited by 10% of your income. Okay. So if you made a hundred thousand dollars, they're going to wipe out the first 10%, first $10,000 of medical expenses. If you have a ton of medical expenses, it may make sense to file separately from your spouse and be able to take more of those. But again, for 90 to 95% of people, you're always going to want to file jointly. Best recommendation here, get a good tax preparer. They can run it both ways and tell you which way is best. All right, number two, should I purchase my vehicle through my business? Oh, people love this one. (laughs) Oh, all the time, nonstop. 
And again, it makes sense, right? You, you use uh, the business, the, the car for your business. We talk on these tax tips all the time about ter- turning personal expenses into business expenses. Fortunately, car, it's not quite the same. All right. So again, for most people out there, this is probably going to be a bad idea because if you're not using it almost exclusively for business, by turning around and using it for personal reasons, you can open up tax consequences for that personal use. So it could be considered you giving yourself income by using this personal car or this business car for personal use. Right. So unless you're, you're, I'm talking 90, 95% of the time business, do not buy the car through the business. What I want you to do is buy it personally and then build the business for the business use. Okay, so if you drive 10,000 miles for business, take the IRS mileage rate, 54 cents a mile this year. The business will pay you $5,400 as reimbursement. You don't pay taxes on that. It's all cleared by the IRS. Much better plan. And I know I'm going to get a question after this. What if I put a advertisement or magnet on my car to advertise my business? Sorry, still a no-go. It does not make it 100% business use. <laughs> so, John, don't go get that EO Fire logo painted <laughs> But it looks so car. good. <laughs> and now it's all about the golf cart, by the way. It's all about fire in the golf cart. That leads me perfectly into number oh, three. Whoa. And I deduct athletic club, gym, or golf club memberships in my business. <laughs> and why is this one being included? Because it's one we re- recently went over, right? Because That question sounds super familiar. <laughs> you guys, my understanding, you recently got a club membership, correct? Yes. And you asked a perfectly valid question. I'm, I'm going to be bringing clients to this. I'm going to be bringing business associates to this. It should make sense that I can deduct this in my taxes. Unfortunately, the IRS decided to implement this little thing that says gym memberships, club memberships, golf memberships, those kind of things are not business expenses if you're the owner of the business. All right. So that just is an immediately out right there. But there is a little bit of a loophole where you can deduct the costs when you have a guest there of that day. Okay, so John, if you bring someone golfing, when I come out there and you take me golfing and you pay for everything, <laughs> Sweet. You, you, you can go and deduct the my round that you pay for. You can deduct any golf cart fees that you may have, lunch that we go out to. All of that stuff will be deductible. But your monthly or yearly fees associated with that are not going to be deductible. Make sense? Makes a lot of sense, unfortunately. As much as the IRS can make sense. (laughs) Those are our three questions this month. I know you guys are going to bombard me with with questions over the next month and a half as we get through tax season. Please send those in. We want to answer your questions. If you have a question that you just want to be answered on this income report, please send it in. We want to answer the questions that you want to hear. But this is what we're going to do for the next few months. Just, Just spitball these frequently asked questions. So again, Fire Nation, Josh at CPAonfire.com. You can reach directly out to him via email. He will take all of your questions, even during this very hectic of hectic tax season timings. And Josh, kind of break it down for us right now. You know, Maybe leave us with one last value bomb and let us know how we can get that great free course on business entities. I guess I'll relate the two. I'm still seeing a lot of people set up in the wrong business entity. A lot of people, sole proprietors, LLCs that should be S-corps and, and cost themselves five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 every year in taxes. Mm. So make sure you're in that right entity. And we have a cor- free course for that. Go to cpmfire.com slash Fire Nation. I'll walk you through which business entity to choose. Josh, thank you from the bottom of Fire Nation's heart. And Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere because the value bombs have just started. In fact, we're moving right into our man from Kahuna Accounting, Mr. Frank Lunn. It's been a couple months since he joined us. He was back on Income Report 4-0. You're back on Income Report 42, Frank. How's it going, my friend? And what do you have for us today? 
is going great. I just want to say happy new year and happy tax time and everything to fire nation. So (laughs) this is rocks. And, uh, so I want to tell a little story and, um, the story is, uh, kind of a frank conversation and it's about entrepreneurship and it's about really the basics of bookkeeping. You know, I'll have to come back to a couple of things, but really this is a story about Frank. Frank is an entrepreneur. Frank started a company. Frank built a successful company and sold it for millions of dollars. So Frank was happy. As Frank decided in the next phase of his life to help other entrepreneurs like Fire Nation, uh, Frank discovered a lot more about accounting than really he really understood originally. And Frank realized that although he made millions of dollars and really was an exciting exit, Frank left lots and lots of money on the table. And Frank was sad. So to be fair, now Frank did not have a Josh Bowerly or an Entrepreneur on Fire's <laughs> resources. So Frank figured some things out and realized, okay, how does Frank help other people? And let me just be frank with you. Okay, so I'll stop all of this uh, <laughs> nonsense um, because people, when they're, it's funny when they talk to me, they're like, hey, can I be frank with you? And I can't help myself but just say, well, I promise I'll be frank with you. <laughs> so that's where this started. And tongue in cheek, I mean, I started a business in 1995. Um, and through a lot of things, we built this business up to make millions of dollars in revenue, and we had a really good exit, and I was happy, and my team made money. Some people are still with me. Some people are not, and as I got more involved in accounting, I'm not an accountant by nature. I'm just an entrepreneur, and I, like most entrepreneurs, just wanted to build business and focus on revenue and all these great things, and it wasn't until we really started to get into the basics of accounting, and, and the only reason we got into accounting in the first place was to help people understand capital and other things as how it relates to their business. And as we got into it a little bit more, we realized how much money we left on the table because we were not intentional about what we really wanted from our business. You know, and there's all kinds of businesses from uh, side businesses, side hustles to building enterprise and and all of the, the ones in between. And so the one thing that I just really want to share with Fire Nation right now is to really be intentional of knowing what you want. And I think that was probably the most important thing that I did not know at the time. I was just focused on building a great business, and that was good. But at the same time, missing out on really understanding what I specifically wanted at an exit and understanding what are the things that I need to do in my business to build that value. So as we look at it right now going forward, the definite thing that I want people to know, like Josh said, is you know there's specific decisions you need to make in your business. Well, one of the very first things you just have to understand right off the get-go is what is it that you want? Are you planning on exiting this business, building it to flip? Is it just a, a sidelight business to, to throw off income? And whatever that is, then you need to find a Josh Bowerly and work with them because the strategies are very different. As Josh was talking about with entities and entity structure, all of those things are different. So not every business is built the same. And so that's probably the most important thing. Good accounting is good business. And regardless of what you want to do, the bookkeeping and the basics of that will help you. But if you don't know what you want, it doesn't matter. Good accounting is good business, just being frank. Couldn't help myself, Fire Nation. But Frank, thanks for dropping those value bombs, brother. Give us a final thought that you want to kind of wrap this up, tie it up with a neat bow. Then, of course, give us a strong call to action about how we can learn more about Kahuna Accounting. Because, again, just like we need a Josh, we need a Kahuna Accounting on our team. Because otherwise, we're just focused on the wrong things, Fire Nation. We're not building the right business. So bring this home for us. 
Absolutely. So again, the most important thing is know what you want. Know what you're building this for because it's very easy to get to get um, just kind of caught up in the minute and making money, and that's certainly important. But understand, if you're building this to to flip or to sell to somebody else, you're going to make different decisions. And so very important is having very clear accounting because understanding if somebody else is going to buy this business, you want to know predictability that you can share and that predictability is sellable. There's a lot of things within business that's systems and all of these systems are found really in, at the beginning within your accounting. So again, I can't it's very generic, but it's also very true is good accounting is good business. And if you don't keep track of things, it's just like playing uh, any sport without keeping score. And so keeping score is the very first step in wealth building. Um, and so if anybody wants to uh, get a hold of Kahuna Accounting and find out how we help um, entrepreneurs and help victory achievers achieve victory, uh, just check us out at kahunaaccounting.com. That's kahuna, K-A-H-U-N-A, accounting.com. And Fire Nation, just fired up for entrepreneurship and being intentional about building wealth and um, building good, great businesses. Kahunaaccounting.com. Fire Nation, get those ducks in a row. Check out what they have going, going on over there. And Frank, thank you for dropping by again. We'll see you on episode or income report, I should say, number 44. So uh, looking forward to seeing you then, brother. Thank you. Fire Nation, we had a February of Februaries. We had a lot that went down, but there's going to be one thing that we focus on because it did take up the majority of our time, our energy, our bandwidth, and that is the Mastery Journal. It launched on January 24th. Uh, actually, no, January 23rd. So it was the end of February, but then almost all of February. We did it from the 1st all the way to February 24th. The Mastery Journal was our extreme focus. So I'm going to pass it over to Kate right now. We're going to walk through this together and just talk about how the Mastery Journal crushed it on Kickstarter. How crazy was February? Crazy. So crazy. <laughs> In such an exciting way, though, because the Mastery Journal campaign lasted almost the entire month, as John just said. And Fire Nation, thank you for your support. We were so blown away by all the support we received throughout the entire 33 days of the campaign. We finished with 3,659 backers and over $280,000 in revenue pledged to the campaign. That is so many backers and so much money pledged to invest in the Mastery Journal, which we cannot wait for all the backers to receive in their hands, which we're going to be getting into in a little bit. Um, and not to mention, of course, the beautiful $10,000 check that we personally wrote out to Pencils of Promise on behalf of Fire Nation and everyone who pledged to the Mastery Journal campaign. So that's a great feeling for anyone who backed the Mastery Journal campaign to not only know that they will be mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, but also that they had a part in contributing to such an amazing cause, Pencils of Promise. If you haven't checked them out, highly recommend doing so. Um, so John, looking back at the many milestones and accomplishments <laughs> along the way has been super fun. Just like everything that we do here at EO Fire, you know, we talk a lot about reflection, taking time out to kind of review what's happened, what worked well, what didn't work well. This is all so important when you're running a business because 
how else are you supposed to know what you should double down on, what's working for you, what you want to continue doing, leverage your time in the best way, and likewise, what is not working very well so that you can cut it out, so that these struggles that you continue to face, you start to find solutions for those struggles so that you don't face them in the future. Um, so yeah, everything from forming our internal team to sending final files to print to receiving the first hardcover of the Mastery Journal, which, John, if I'm not mistaken, was actually like a fake mock, right? The very first hardcover we received didn't actually have content on the inside. Am I right? It's true. Yes. And then it was such a relief to receive that first hardcover, which I know we talked about here on our last income report, either that or the opening episode that we did for the Mastery Journal campaign. Um, but everything in the from start to closing the Kickstarter, it's kind of been a little bit of a familiar journey, but we definitely experienced our fair share of new lessons over the past several months, even though we launched the Freedom Journal on Kickstarter as well. The Mastery Journal launch was definitely a whole new experience. Wouldn't you say so, John? Absolutely. And I mean, I know that we talked a lot on Last Income Report, uh, eofire.com slash income 41 uh, for the month of January about our launch day and what we did there. So I, I want to go over that a little bit here. But again, we re- really went into detail on the Last Income Report. So you can listen to that because that's when it took place, which was January 24th. But it's so important no matter what you're doing, whether it be a Kickstarter campaign, whether it be a podcast launch, whether it be anything, fill in the blank, a product, a service, a community, you have to go big on day one. You have to launch big because that's you can build up this buzz because you have a reason to to scream from the rooftops and not annoy people because you know you're launching. So that's your green card. That's your you know pass go card to be able to do just that. So that's what we did, and we had a lot of friends along the way that helped us out. And Michael Hyatt uh, allowed us to post on his blog a great guest post that Kate created, and same with Jeff Goins, uh, Chris Ducker. Um, MixerG.com, Forbes, $100 MBA, just a lot of great things that we had lined up for that launch day and that launch week, which were so critical to us really starting off on fire and generating over $48,000 in the first like 24 to 48 hours, which is just a huge number to get that going, to get that initial momentum, that proof of concept, and to keep on rocking. But Moving on to the next thing, because a lot of people were asking me, John, like, what are some things you did different this year than you did for the Freedom Journal? And the biggest thing that comes to mind by a long shot is live video, because live video just wasn't nearly the thing back in 2016, early, so we're talking January of 2016, that it is here in January slash February of 2017. It's huge now. Facebook Live, there's a Kickstarter Live, you know, there's Snapchat and Instagram Stories, which aren't exactly live, but they're kind of like that near live. There's Instagram Live. So all these things that didn't exist now do exist for the Mastery Journal, and I definitely implemented it. In fact, on the last day, I did a two-hour and 30-minute Facebook Live. I had guests like Michael Hyatt, Sally Hogshead, Michael O'Neill, um, so many, uh, Chris Ducker, so many just cool people swung on by, said hello, offered their support, their guidance, and just basically said, hey, if John's produced it, it's worth the investment because this is great stuff. So just kind of having that great um, support by people that are known, liked, and trusted throughout the industry is so huge. Influencers and authorities all around. So that was really great that we were able to do that. And again, 
because of the power of Facebook Live. And so something that I did this year, again, that I did similar to last year, but just added some juice to it because of the new capabilities was every morning I'd wake up and I would write a very focused email that had value first and then a campaign update at the end, even sometimes it's just a PS, just to let people know how it was going and send that out. But then I would take that email content, I would publish it on Medium, I would publish it on LinkedIn, then I would go on a Snapchat JLD rant and use that snail, uh, that JLD Snapchat rant and move it onto Instagram stories and then maybe even do an Instagram live real quick and then bop over and do a Facebook live and then maybe even do a little Kickstarter live. So I was just able to, to kind of move and flow and shake and kind of kick around and see what was working and what wasn't working. So those are some of the big things that we did. And, you know, Kate, from your perspective, because, you know, I was the person that was doing most of this content production as far as the live stuff. Like, what were you seeing in this area that was working um, for this particular campaign? I really feel that the live engagement that we had this time, like last time, the really the only live thing that we did was that blab that we did to close it out, which was so incredible. I mean, we were able to get on, answer questions, you know, in real time, um, kind of be able to maybe actually help people make that buying decision through like some of the doubts that they might have had about back in the campaign or whatever it might have been with the Freedom Journal that people just weren't that sure about. And this time for the Mastery Journal, we got to do that the entire time, thanks to all the live um, videos and all the engagement that you were doing throughout the campaign, to your point. So I really think that that probably had a lot to do with people understanding whether or not the Mastery Journal was for them. And, you know, we talked about this a lot, too, in our January income report is one of the big questions that we got from a lot of people, even though you and I felt like we did a really great job of coming out with content for this before it became such a big question is what's the difference between the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal. And I do think that all the live video and live engagement that you had throughout the campaign helped with that as well. But it's just so incredible that you can have this connection to your audience throughout. I mean, for 33 days straight, pretty much people were able to see you and ask questions and, you know, interact with you in lifetime. And that's an opportunity that one, a lot of content creators don't offer their audience. So I really think that that helps set us apart. And two, a really great opportunity for you in lifetime to be able to be making pivot decisions. Like if people are coming on your live video and saying, hey, John, I just really don't get this part. I mean, really, let's talk about the FAQ on Kickstarter. The day that we launched the Kickstarter, we had zero FAQs listed on the page. And within the first week and throughout the entire campaign, we were constantly adding FAQs to that page based on the engagement and the questions that you were getting when you were doing these live feeds. So I just think it's really powerful in that respect. And I think a lot of people are missing out on that opportunity because another thing, like you talk about a lot, people aren't willing to do things that don't scale. And you being on live video, that doesn't scale. But hey, look at what else it's doing for you know our products, our services, and our brand as a whole. One thing that I was really excited about with the 2017 Kickstarter campaign, this Mastery Journal, was we became a project we love by Kickstarter. So Kickstarter has this projects we love in quotes. And, and I was really 
pushing for it and and disappointed that we didn't get it for the Freedom Journal because I thought that you know we had probably done all the things that we could do to to put us in position for that, but it just didn't happen. I mean, there's hundreds and thousands of Kickstarter campaigns. I get that, and they only choose a handful. So it was really cool that we were able within just 48 hours to become a Kickstarter project that we love, and we definitely use that to our advantage. And I do honestly believe. The one of the reasons why we got it this year, um, opposed to not getting it the year prior, is because of the great job, Kate, that you did with the street team. So talk about the street team, uh, why we put that street team together, how you ran that, and why you think it was a, a success. Okay, I'm excited to talk about the street team, and thank you for that. That's very kind of you, um, and it's very kind of the street team for everything they did, but I just want to... Uh, park a question that I'm going to ask you after this is done. So don't let me forget to ask you this question and don't try to get away with not answering it. Okay. Uh, So the street team success. Oh my goodness. We had, we talked about this again last month too, but I really want to focus in on one single decision that we made that I feel made a really huge difference in the street team. So we talked last month about how I put the street team together, how it was kind of like, well, actually not kind of how I was literally taking it step by step because I'd never done anything like this before. John, you and I have never um, engaged a street team before. So it was pretty much like, okay, let me try this one thing. And then once I do that, uh, hopefully my next step will will be revealed. And as with any project or task or thing that you're doing that you have no idea what you're doing, that will be the case. I can promise you that. Take that first step and the next step will be revealed. So we put together the street team. Everybody was so fired up and on board to help us promote the Mastery Journal. The agreement was that everybody who committed to the street team would help us promote by posting on their social media channels, by doing a guest post on their blog, if they so chose, um, to send an email to their email list. And we put together this amazing group of 25 people who are all in on that. Our thank you for people becoming a part of the street team was that we were going to give them free access to the complete digital pack, which means they would have access to the Kindle, the Mobi version, um, to the 100-day fillable PDF, and also access to the private Facebook group. This is a great uh, package that we put together that has really served people incredibly well who live outside the United States because unfortunately shipping is so expensive. At least we can offer people the digital pack so that they can still have access to this content and still do it through the 100-day PDF. So that was our thank you, that they would have free access to the digital pack. But when we got word that the ship had docked and that we'd actually have access to the hardcover journals a lot, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but a significant amount of time earlier than we had expected, John and I chatted real quick and I was like, John, what do you think about sending everybody a hardcover who's on the street team? I know that this is an investment on our part, but these individuals are, of course, investing their time, their platforms, and leveraging their audiences to help share this message. So John and I agreed that we would do that, and we were able to send hardcover copies to everyone on the street team instead of just giving them free access to the digital pack, which meant that a lot of our street team members were the very first people to hold the Mastery Journal in their hands, which was so amazing because we had... So many people posting in the private Facebook group about what the Mastery Journal was doing for them, even in just like the first one or two days that they were using it. And that was really comforting to hear um, how much they were loving it because I don't know about you, John, but 
you and I both know how powerful the Mastery Journal is, and we know that it's an amazing product, but were you still kind of holding your breath too for people's feedback once they received it? I was holding my breath. You know, this is something I worked on for a long time. We obviously had a, you know, a very small beta group and we had some initial feedback, but this was kind of our first experiment to people who hadn't been part of that process. And I was really curious as to what that feedback would be. Yeah, well, luckily, it has been 110% amazing. We've been receiving nothing but amazing reviews and feedback. And we have a couple of pictures of people who have posted in the group about their experience with the Mastery Journal. So Fire Nation, definitely head over to eofire.com slash income and the number 42. You can check those posts out there. Love it. And Fire Nation, we ended up, as Case mentioned the numbers before, with 3,659 backers for $280,852. So now we hold the first and third spots for most funded campaigns in nonfiction of Kickstarter for all time. Uh, so it's the Freedom Journal, Seth Godin's book, and then the Mastery Journal. One, two, three. Bang, bang, bang. Yay! Yay! So we are pretty fired up. You know, with post-campaign right now, we're really focused on fulfillment. We are getting these puppies out quick. And I just got to be honest with you, a lot of them are in the mail and they are on en route to the people that ordered the hardcovers. And we've already fulfilled all of the digital packs as well. So we have really been lightening. Our team is spot on and we are delivering these mastery journals at an incredible rate. I mean, I thought we were fast last year with the Freedom Journal, but we are literally next day almost with the mastery journal. I mean, people are already posting in the Facebook group pictures of them receiving the success packs, which is the Freedom and Mastery Journal together. Just their mastery journals, if they ordered five, one, two, whatever it might be. So we are just incredibly efficient with this fulfillment and we're really excited. And for those of you that missed the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign, they are not available at the time of this recording for people that missed the Kickstarter campaign. But check back at the end of March, potentially early April, uh, we'll have our Shopify store up and ready. We'll have the Amazon store up and ready where you can order them then, but not until then. So themasteryjournal.com is where you can kind of keep checking back. Of course, if you want, you can just go to themasteryjournal.com, subscribe to be notified. We'll send you the first 30 days for free so you can just start and get cranking on the digital version. And then once the uh, physical version becomes available in our stores, we'll let you know. So Kate, I'm not trying to avoid that question that you parked. So what do you got for me? (laughs) Okay. So you had mentioned earlier, I think it was when you were talking about live video that a lot. Oh, yes, it was because you were talking about people jumping on that live feed when you shut it down that last day for like two and a half hours, which was insane because it was so late. <laughs> um, <laughs> but something that you said is that somebody had jumped on and I think you referred to Sally Hogshead and said, you know, if JLD produced it, then you want it. Like, how does that feel to have like over four years of just hard work and blood and sweat and tears and everything that you've done to create this platform and everything you've done to bring Fire Nation together, everything you've done to create all these incredible free courses and content and inspiration and all this stuff. And then to be able to hear people say, and we've seen it in emails too, straight from Fire Nation, JLD, if you make it, if your name is on it, I want it. You don't need to tell me why I need it. And you don't need to convince me of why I should invest in it. Like I already want to just knowing that you created it. Like, how does that feel? 
You know, it reminds me of a Warren Buffett quote, and that quote was, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and 20 seconds to ruin it. And, you know, I, I, I believe that 100%. You know, and, and in past careers, I've seen my superiors in the army or my bosses in corporate finance, like, ruin their careers with just one thing. And, like, once that trust is gone, like, it is gone. And it can sometimes be impossible to repair. So I knew that when I, back in 2012, was going to launch my first business, my first entrepreneurial venture, that I was always going to adhere to that quote and always look to focus at just bringing free, valuable, consistent content, building that know, like, and trust. And then once I gained that, to never give it up. So it's just, it's very heartwarming to see people like Michael Hyatt, like Sally Hogshead, you know, like Jeff Goins, like people that I respected for all of the years that I've been in business for. And even before that, when I was trying to get my start going, I was learning from them to now be ones that are saying these things. You know, we just did a webinar, um, for Paradise members and uh, Ray Edwards sent me a video, which I popped on and hit play on. And he was just saying such kind things about me and about EO Fire and, you know, the whole team that we've, we've put together here. And it's just, it's really validating. So that's just kind of my, um, what I want to share with you, Fire Nation, is that when you start day one, just realize that, you know, people are going to be watching. They're going to be trying to feel if you're for real, if you're genuine, if you're providing value first. And if you just continue with that mentality, then then you're going to get that reputation and then you can just keep that momentum going. So does that answer your question, Kate? Yes, definitely. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Very super special. The Mastery Journal, we just wrapped everything that happened during the campaign. Amazing. Um, Fire Nation, again, thank you so much for your support. We're so appreciative and grateful of that. And we can't wait for you to get the Mastery Journal in your hands. John, what's next? Well, I'm not stopping. You know, I like to keep the wheels moving and I literally thought there might never be a book in me, meaning that I was never going to sit down and write what you would consider like a traditionally published book, like the four hour work week or, you know, anything along those lines. Crush it by Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, I just didn't think that that was going to be me. I wasn't saying it definitely wasn't, but I wasn't going to force it. I was going to make sure that it came to me. And sure enough, on one of my epic runs here in Puerto Rico, it just finally hit me. Like I finally said, I now, after four and a half years of interviewing entrepreneurs, over 1,600 episodes, I've created a business that's now broken um, over $10 million in revenue. Like, I now do have something to say because I respond one-on-one. -on -one. Like, I do those things that don't scale, like Kate mentioned earlier. I have those one-on-one -on -one conversations with you, Fire Nation, all the time via email, social media, Skype, you name it. I'm having these one-on-ones. And the biggest thing that I hear over and over again is, John, I'm tired of losing. I'm scared of losing. I'm, I'm fearful of losing. And I just want to like, you know, like scream back at the top of my lungs so everybody can just hear me one time and just say, listen, it's not about how not to lose. It's about how to finally win. That's what it's all about because I lose every single day at X, Y, or Z. That's how I know that I'm pushing the envelope, that I'm still moving forward. I'm losing. I'm failing. I'm making mistakes. I'm learning from them. I'm improving. I'm adjusting. I'm pivoting. But what do people remember? They don't remember all those little losses that I have every single day. They remember my big wins, the Mastery Journal, the Freedom Journal, Podcaster's Paradise, Webinar on Fire, all these things that we've done, you know, EO Fire, like all these things that we've done over the years. Those are the things that people remember. So 
It's just about how you, Fire Nation, can finally win. And win is singular. It's just one win, and that can get you going. So I officially, very soon, I'm going to be sitting down to write the book, How to Finally Win, Create Your Dream Life One Step at a Time. That is what the book is going to be, and it's going to be around 20 and potentially up to even 25 chapters, just depends on how it pans out, where each chapter is another step, because this is creating your dream life one step at a time. So I'm going to be taking people from step one, step A, all the way to step 100, step Z, whatever that might be. I'm going to be taking you through that process of how to finally win so that you can create your dream life, and we're going to do it together one step at a time. So right now, if you want to check it out, I actually have the prologue and the first chapter complete, and you can get it for free over at howtofinallywin.com. Howtofinallywin.com. Go over there. You can check out what, what we have right now is the proposed cover. I mean, we're going to be going um, back and forth with a few different designs, but you can see what we have going on there for designs right now. Provide me feedback on that because, again, we're still a ways from publishing this. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun things we're going to be doing as far as contests and surveys coming up along the way. But definitely sign up. To, to join me on this journey. I'll be sharing behind the scenes, sneak peeks, gifts, and of course, notifications along the way of what we have going on. It's going to be a worthwhile email list for you to get on. So head over to howtofinallywin.com. Kate, anything to add to that? Three things. Howtofinallywin.com is such an amazing URL. Boom. Number two, I love the book cover, but I will be anxious to hear Fire Nation's feedback. <laughs> and number three... What was number? Oh, are you going to be using the Freedom Journal to write how to finally win? <laughs> I'm actually going to be using the combination of the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal in a very special way. And this week, actually, as I'm talking right now, so this is the week of March 6th, I'm going to be creating a pretty epic post that's going to have a video that goes along with it that details um, how to use the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal simultaneously. So that URL is going to be eofire.com slash FJ plus MJ. So spell out plus P-L-U-S. So eofire.com FJ plus MJ. And you'll get to that uh, great blog post that if you're Johnny on the spot and you listen to this right now, it's not ready yet. But soon after March 6th, it will be ready. I, I plan to have it ready by March 8th of 2017 or soon thereafter. So I'm definitely going to be using both of these journals because I just couldn't picture, honestly, uh, writing this book without both of them because I just know in my mind exactly how I'm going to utilize them. So I can't wait to take that process out of my mind, download it onto a post in the video and share with everybody so that they can say, hey, you know, maybe right now it's just the Freedom Journal for me because I just want to focus on a goal. Or maybe right now I just want to double down and just amplify what's working for me and just crush productivity, discipline, and focus. It's just the Mastery Journal. But for some people, it might be both. And this will show you how and why. So we've been chatting a lot about a lot of things that are going on. February 2017 was a very solid month for income. Our product and service income was $156,000. Now, I kind of want to break that down a little bit more because the Freedom Journal did $63,000 just in the month of February, which, by the way, was only 28 days. So if it had been a, uh, a 31-day month, we would have been closer to $70,000, which is insane to think. And, you know, that's frankly... Um, 
a huge part because of the mastery journal. We had been much closer to like twenty or twenty-five thousand dollars a month with the Freedom Journal before this absolute blitz of the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign, where a lot of people are just like, "Hey." I just want something now. Like I want to just get the Freedom Journal now. I'll get the Mastery Journal later, you know, when it's available in Amazon or Kickst- or, or Shopify or whatever. So we did $22,000 through our Shopify store, thefreedomjournal.com. Um, plus uh, we sold 154 digital packs, which is insane. And then we did 40,000. That's just under 1,000 Freedom Journals that we sold on Amazon alone for $40,000, which is just awesome and amazing. And I just want to give a quick uh, call to action. If anybody has purchased the Freedom Journal via Amazon, uh, your review is so helpful. And if you feel that it's deserving, it would be so amazing if you would leave a five-star review for um, the Freedom Journal. Again, if you feel it's deserving, and you can just do that, eofire.com slash AZ. We'll take you right to that. And you can... um, you know, decide if you want to leave a, a review or not for us there. Uh, Podcast Paradise was a solid month. We did $32,000. Our podcast sponsorship income was $54,000. Uh, we have our $5,000 salary from podcast websites. So by the way, if you're not taking advantage of this and you're thinking that you might want to podcast and you just want the all-in-one solution, you have a free 15-minute consultation with our team. Um, and these people are amazing, Mark and Ramon. They're just great, and they'll talk to you for 15 minutes to see if Podcast Websites is for you. So visit podcastwebsites.com. Um, our affiliate income was $91,000, uh, higher than normal. There was a reason for that. We did a ClickFunnels webinar with Russell in January that ended up paying out in February, and that brought in $65,000. So that was a huge number that really uh, jacked up that affiliate income in a good way. And if you guys want to check that webinar out, eofire.com slash click, eofire.com slash click. It's a great webinar. Russell and I rock it out. Um, also, Davis Edmund Garland's uh, Create Awesome Online Courses brought in $8,000. Uh, Michael Hyatt's Best Year Ever, we did $4,200. Um, Tribe, um, we finished off with 1400 for the month, closing that one down. So a lot of great things were going on affiliate-wise for us um, in February. Of course, uh, we have expenses, over $53,000 worth of expenses. Uh, some of the big ones, we have cost of goods sold was over $8,600. Um, we have Amazon fees, $11,191. Um, just, you know, there's things, these things add up and I'm scrolling through them. There's just a lot of things listed and all of them you can check out at eofire.com slash income 42 so that you can see what we spend money on. And believe me, Kate goes through this list every month trying to find what she can take away. And right now, Kate, I'm actually seeing go to my PC. We can probably uh, take that one away. It's been a while since we've thought about using that one. So let's make a note of that. But so our, our total net profit for February 2017 was $191,806. Not going to complain. Short month. Let's bring it home in March, which could be pretty big because we are going to be getting a nice little check from Kickstarter. So stay tuned for that. But Kate, why don't you uh, take us home with the biggest lesson learned? All right, Fire Nation. Biggest lesson learned in February. Step back and breathe. 
I realized in March, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and worked up and emotionally entangled and frustrated and any other number of emotions when you're running your own business. I'm sure you can relate because you have a huge responsibility when you're running your own business. But sometimes what's required amongst these range of intense emotions that we come in contact with every single day is to take a step back and breathe. Pretty fitting since breathe was one of my three words for 2017, Ooh, right? Yeah. It's no surprise to me that this keeps coming up over and over again. And February taught us a lot of lessons, both personally and professionally, when it comes to taking a step back whether it was the excitement of the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign, the pressure of multiple big projects coming due, or realizing over and over again that what it means to be the owner of a 5,000 square foot home, we took several moments to step back and breathe. Am I right, John? Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so Fire Nation, you can control your responses to situations, but sometimes it's going to require that you give yourself space from the situation. And that is okay. Take that space and the result over time and with practice will be that you'll no longer allow that range of emotions to dictate how you respond to the sometimes tough, sometimes overwhelming, and sometimes very frustrating situations that equal our life. So I hope that next time you are face-to-face -face with a tough situation, you're feeling overwhelmed, your emotions are running high, you're feeling frustrated, or any other number of emotions that we come in touch with day after day after day, that you will remember to take a step back and breathe. Fire Nation, breathe, and I'll be coming at you live next month with my three words for 2017. So don't hold your breath, breathe, and as always, prepare to ignite.